Good morning, everybody. Uh, Corey Frills here with the LTW Group. I have Becca Rucker, Becky Price, and Autumn Lane on with me. Not on today is Lisa Wiles. Um, pretty heavy news week, so my portion um, is exciting to me. Uh, probably not to anyone else, but there is a nugget in there. So we had a uh, a Fed meeting uh, today, and I uh, I'm sorry, that was Wednesday. And I actually started this year and last year watching the actual Fed press conference, which is a new low for me. I've always been interested in stuff that no one else cares about, but actually watching Jerome Powell speak uh, was a new low. Um, but I, I enjoy it and it, it allows me to kind of um, pick up on things and, and then be quick to react because those Fed press conferences you will see wild swings in mortgage rates during the conference. And so um, what we like to do is if we have new applications that haven't locked their rate in, we like to try and not lock those in until at least after the press conference so we can get an idea of where rates are going to go. And that proves super valuable for our clients uh, on Wednesday. So <clears throat> what was said in the press conference um, you had a common, you had a, a, a familiar theme, which you had a, a statement from the Fed that was stern, and we're going to keep raising rates forever. Um, and then you had Powell come in, and he was actually surprisingly, um, the term is dovish. It's an economics term that that you would call someone a dove who favors lower interest rates for longer. And so you would call someone a hawk who favors higher interest rates for longer. So um, if someone's acting dovish, they're acting like they want lower rates or they're more in favor of lower rates. And so Jerome Powell's comments were more around um, pretty, pretty, a lot less aggressive than I expected them to be, especially in his press conference. So um, he, gives a, he gives a written statement and then he answers questions off the cuff. And um, he was asked repeatedly um, and given an opportunity to um, grandstand, if you will, make a firm stance towards keeping rates higher for longer. And he didn't do that. He actually leaned back towards the old school days, which you used to hear in these in these conferences um, in the previous regime with Janet Yellen. And then before that, Ben Bernanke, you would you would hear, we're going to be data dependent. We're just going to look at the data. Well, we don't know what we're going to do just yet. We're just going to look at the data. Um, he kind of came back to that this time. Yeah, we're going to watch the data and see. So markets really like that. They thought it signaled that in inflation is cooling, which is the data that we've seen and what we believe is true also. Um, and when inflation comes down, so do mortgage rates. So mortgage rates improved on the day. We got a reprice for the better about 415. Um, and we locked a lot of loans um, that day. And then they actually got even a little better yesterday. So um, Today, this morning, we got a jobs report that was much hotter than expected. So there was an at there was an addition of 517,000 jobs in the month of January, where 185,000 were expected. Um, that is a huge, um, huge, huge overstatement um, compared to estimates. So one would typically think that's a good thing, right? Adding jobs is good for the economy. That's something we like to do. Um, but it's one of the things the Federal Reserve is watching really closely um, 
in terms of the direction of inflation. So more people with more jobs making more money drive prices higher. So we're in this kind of upside down world again, where good news is bad news and bad news is good news. So mortgage bonds are a little worse today, probably around the same levels, probably same rates we had on Tuesday. So not dramatic. Um, I think this was probably a knee jerk and maybe an over exaggeration. And the number being that far off has me skeptical that it's right anyway. Um, I bet once we dig into that report, we'll find some stuff that shows it was a little dramatic. So all that to say, um, I have two instructions for my market update, and that's not to be boring or long. I can't tell if I was long because I didn't start my timer on time, but I know that I was boring. So I'll, I'll sum it up with this. Here's what this all means to you. I believe, and the data shows, we are in a tight closing window for your buyers to be able to have negotiating leverage. Nothing changed in the real estate market except for interest rates. Nothing. So when rates went up, the market cooled off. Now rates are coming down. The market's going to get hot again. We don't have any more inventory than we did when the market was hot. So we have to do a good job of getting the message out to buyers that they need to take action now while they have negotiating power. Um, and, and it's a win-win for them. So, you know, if you get the house now and you got negotiating power and rates come down, then great, we'll refinance and go down. If you wait till rates go down, then everybody else is going to be in there fighting for you. You don't have any negotiating power again. So we've got to get that message out. Help us, help me. Uh, no, you know, I want to get online and talk about jobs reports. Nobody cares about that. What they do care about is a closing window of, of opportunity for them. So with that, I will pass to Autumn on our team. She's going to talk a little bit about some hard deals we've gotten done lately that we just haven't been able to do before. Thank you, Corey. And I do appreciate and, and love your enthusiasm for all this data. I'll just continue to tell my people that rates seesaw and they're unpredictable. <laughs> And, you know, the high level summary of what that looks like, because it looks like it is the same thing continuing. Um, anyway, uh, I wanted just to share just some highlights and reminders. So FHA at Fairway is a 580 credit score. Most other lenders are 620. You might find a 600 sprinkled there, but I, I am not aware of anyone else who can do a 580. It just gives us a lot more opportunity. And all of us on the team have had wins in the 580 to 620 uh, credit score range. Um, also, fairway, generally speaking, conventional is the minimum is 620. Fairway will honor if our automated underwriting system gives us an approval under 620, fairway will honor that approval for a conventional loan. And that's big because the, the system is going to read all the factors of the file and determine if it is less risky, but it has a 615 credit score, but there's a lot of good compensating factors a customer has, it may say, yes, we'll do it. But traditionally, you cap it at 620 and you're scrambling to figure out how to get five extra points. Fairway will honor that approval if the automated approval system tells us. So these are not all automatics. These are all case by case, as, as is every single loan. But it gives us more opportunity. And on top of that, we have uh, we do partner with some banks who can go below the 580 mark for FHA, again, on a case by case. Um, so we, we have recently had a win on a below 580 um, FHA 
loan scenario. Um, so all that to say, don't let your turndowns go away. We will keep fighting to get your turndowns a, an approval if we can. And if we can't, as always, we will continue to educate them and guide them on how to get in the position to buy. But we have so many more avenues now to uh, place someone who may not fall directly into just the little box. Um, so that's pretty exciting to me because opens up a lot more doors for homeownership and, and approvals for our customers and our realtors. Yeah, and I think Autumn, uh, touching on that, you know, the banks banks are are overrun right now with the super high credit score borrowers that that bank with them, and so I've I've got a pipeline that's probably thirty or forty percent people that banks just never called back or just weren't willing to do the loan because they have such strict requirements, right? So. Um, a lot of banks, you just saw Wells Fargo is exiting the mortgage business and only doing loans for their current customers, um, have just kind of become disinterested with, with the purchase real estate market. So, um, they'll, they'll be almost dismissive of someone. And I think Becky, you saved one from a bank just last month, didn't you? Yes. Yes. Um, they told this borrower that she did not meet FHA requirements um, and she actually did. Um, and the difference was that that bank had additional guidelines on top of the FHA guidelines, um, and she didn't meet those additional guidelines. Um, so she, for a few days, felt like she didn't qualify for an FHA loan at all until uh, we clarified what their problem was and that it wasn't going to be an issue for us. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the changes coming down the pike with conventional and how we're going to see more government loans? Absolutely. So uh, Fannie and Freddie, um, those are the agencies um, responsible for conventional loans, um, have been making lots of policy changes over the past couple of um, years, really. Um, most of you have probably heard about the changes surrounding second homes that they made to um, make that product a little less affordable um, and less appealing because that was making up too large a share of the um, loans that they were um, guaranteeing. So what we are seeing now um, is that they have uh, determined that they're making two major changes that are gonna affect a lot of our clients. Um, one is um, changes to how the automated underwriting systems are going to underwrite loans. Um, and long story short, they're going to make the guidelines a little stricter. Now, we, when we approve a loan, we read the guidelines, we can um, determine whether we think Fannie or Freddie will approve the loan, but we are not good to go until we run everything, including a credit report um, and, assets and income and all that good stuff through Fannie and Freddie and we get that approval. Um, and basically what they have said without giving us any technical details is that starting on February 25th, um, we're going to get less approvals. That's basically all that we know. Um, and so the, the underwriting is um, holistic, right? So you can't just always know that at a certain credit score, for example, you'll get an approval and at a certain one you won't. Um, it depends on, you know, two borrowers with the same credit score. If one has 
um, higher debt to income ratio, fewer reserves, that can all affect approval. So it's very holistic. Um, and I think this is going to affect our low down payment um, and little bit lower credit score borrowers. Um, we're also gonna see loan level pricing adjustments um, that the agencies are changing. And so um, that means that any lender who is doing conventional loans and selling them on the secondary market is going to have to uh, make pricing adjustments, um, based, additional pricing adjustments based on credit score um, and down payment. And once again, that is going to affect our lower down payment borrowers. Um, and speaking personally, um, I do so, so many low down payment conventional loans. So, uh, and I think the rest of um, my teammates here do the same. Uh, we do that 3%, 5%, 10% down conventional all day, every day. Um, and so if it's gonna be harder for these loans to get approved, um, where does that leave us? Um, you probably know where we're going with this. Um, this is where we start asking you to really consider the FHA offers you get if you are receiving these on the list side. Um, this means that we are going to be seeing more FHA uh, and VA loans, uh, more people who that might be their only option. Um, often, um, you know, a buyer can go FHA or conventional Depending on their credit score, FHA may offer them slightly better terms, but if they can't get an FHA offer accepted, um, we can use conventional if we need to. Um, we may be able to do that less now. Uh, we may have to go FHA for more um, buyers. So keep that in mind. Um, and FHA, um, it's honestly one of the easiest loans we do. Uh, it's the easiest to approve. It's got the um, least strict um, credit underwriting guidelines. So um, I would ask you to not be so, so scared of an FHA offer. Um, I know the appraisal gets a bad rap, but um, I personally have never had a deal fall through for an FHA appraisal. Um, teammates, I don't know if you can chime in. If you have, um, you know, it's something we want to look at before we send an appraiser out there. But bottom line is have your seller clear out that crawl space. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what it comes down to right team um yes. clear off that crawl space i'd say that's the biggest difference between an fha and a conventional appraisal they're both going to require the house to be livable and safe yeah i think that's a huge misconception is is a, a lot of especially newer agents they'll say well it's a conventional deal what, you know why are you requesting repairs and any appraiser is going to request to pay repairs if they're if the home is not market ready um, I think, you know, to sum up what you're saying, Becky, uh, even as low as 60% loan value, so somebody putting 40% down are going to be affected in rate by these changes. So their rate's going to be, could be an eighth higher in the interest rate. And then if they're putting less than 70, less than 25%, so 75% loan value, it could, it could be almost a quarter in interest rate difference. So this is going to affect a lot of people um, on the terms of their deal. And we've already seen, you know, to Becky's point, more less marginal deals getting approved with, you know, three to five percent down um, and less attractive terms than going FHA. So we could take them FHA or conventional, but the terms are just better. The interest rates are better on FHA. 
Um, so you're going to see a lot more. I think you're going to start to see a lot more government contracts. Uh, don't be scared of them. Uh, they're they're good deals. And and really, if if I personally, if I've got an FHA deal, I feel I feel more comfortable with that loan getting closing than I do conventional, just because there's so much leeway with debt to income and credit score and changes along the way. The way the student loans are calculated, it's a great program. Yeah, and Becky, to your point about the property, I would say crawl space and be very mindful of built-ins before 78 and chipping or flaking paint. Yeah. Um, just those two high-level bullet points are really, really what I see mostly on FHA appraisals. Yeah, agree. Um, and then just a quick reminder also, um, while we're talking about government loans, um, quick note on VA. Um, we waive our lender fees on all VA loans. And in addition to that, um, we offer a uh, $650 lender credit um, as part of the American Frontline Warriors plan. So um, that's a very low cost loan for your veterans. Um, and if you've listened to us here before, you know, um, we love a VA loan. It's not only lower cost because of the reasons I just mentioned, but it's um, much lower payment. There's no mortgage insurance on a loan with no down payment. And that is absolutely unreal. Same thing with um, appraisal. Um, not too much to be scared of there. Generally follows the same guidelines as an FHA. So we would definitely ask you to consider any VA loans that you're offering uh, or that you're seeing um, just because we're able to offer such such good terms for those borrowers. Yeah. The highest debt to income I've ever gotten approved on a loan is VA. And it was like 68 or something where most loans stop at 45 or 55, you know? Um, so super, uh, it's an excellent program. It's a great deal for, v I don't think there's a better deal in town for a VA borrower than what we offer here. Um, and then Autumn, do you want to talk a little bit more about that um, American Frontline Warriors program? Yes, so we um, we at Fairway have an American Frontline Warriors where we can allow our referral partners and realtors, other other individuals in the industry, you know, title companies, home inspectors, we can get them certified through American Frontline Warriors or AFW, um, or excuse me, American Frontline Rewards. Um, we can get them certified to become a part of a, I guess we would call a give back to frontline workers. So what, what we do is we actually cut up to $700 off of closing cost for the eligible borrower. Um, and I think the cool part about the frontline category is it also includes teachers. So it is your regular, it's who you think frontline workers are plus teachers. Um, so individuals in, those, in that industry can have a reduction in closing costs. And when we partner with our referral partners, realtors, title company, they can come up with their own benefit. We do not tell them what they have to give. I know there are similar product or programs out there who require that realtors give up a portion of their commission. This is not that. It's just a way to give back to that, uh, to that part of the community who gives so much, but also... Um, we do not dictate what what that referral partner gives. So if this is something that you're interested in, we there's a training once a month to become certified and you can choose what your give back is to that 
to that uh, part of the community. And the training is short. It's only an hour. Yeah. But you do have to attend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, it, it includes, you know, your typical first responders. Um, it's all teachers, medical professionals, police officers, yep. EMTs. Yeah, pretty cool deal. Mm -hmm. um, and then Becca, we got a couple of events coming up. You want to talk about those? Yes. Um, I get to talk about the fun stuff, even though this has all been riveting. So thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, you know, in light of having to be really flexible in this season, um, we are getting all of you guys together, um, uh, for whoever wants to come for, um, yoga and we're going to meet up at Nectar afterwards. So this is for literally anybody you could, you, this could be your first yoga class if you want, um, or you could be a pro. So don't come just because you feel uncomfortable. Um, but we want to do something a little bit more than just happy hours and, um, just having alcohol all the time. Cause you know, we, we like to take care of ourselves every once in a while. Um, so this is going to be on Thursday, February 23rd at 1030 at Renegade Yoga Center. Um, it's actually a really nice large space. It's over off of Sutherland. So you can kind of kick your day off um, with us and it'll be super chill. And then we will migrate just a little bit of a ways down Kingston Pike to Nectar afterwards for a juice, a smoothie, um, whatever you prefer uh, on us and just have a chance to hang out. Um, also equally as fun, um, especially for Corey, cause he loves this stuff on February 15th, Corey's going to give us a market forecast. Um, and he does promise to not be boring. So, mm -hmm. um, it's going to be, we will have a live option for those who really just want to come see us in person. Um, we'd love to see you as well, but we'll have a virtual option as well so that you can tune in from wherever you're going to be. And Corey, what time did we say that we were going to do that that day? We haven't picked a time. I think we usually do around 10 or 1030. I am going to be hidden behind the camera and a computer screen, whether you guys like it or not. Uh, so I, uh, I like to have my screens up. There will be a mm -hmm. slideshow because, you know, mm -hmm. I can't be I can't be this lame and not have a slideshow. Oh, so no, um, you could never. No, there's data I want to put back to you. So I'll be behind a computer screen. I think we're going to stream it live mm -hmm. for those of you who want to, uh, to join so, in on that. But yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'll be in a conference next week, Monday through Thursday with some of the leading bond market economists in the world. Um, and so excited to hear from them and then bring back um, what I think is some good news for, for the real estate market in the back half of the year, but really, you know, turns into urgent news for our first time buyers and, and then our step up buyers who need to sell uh, before buying, because I think we're going to be right back where we were <clears throat> in 21 before we before long. So um, anyway, anything else, Becca, or we did we cover it all? I think we covered it all. I will be sending out those invitations. So make sure that you just keep your eyes peeled. All right. Well, I started the clock late, so I'm only showing 19 minutes and 40 seconds. Um, probably <laughs> we more might like have gone over just a smidge. <laughs> probably more like 25. So longer than 20. I apologize. It's my fault. Um, thank you, guys. You mean so much to us. Don't forget, we are working at night and on the weekends. LTW group at fairwaymc.com. LTW group at fairwaymc.com. And we'll jump in and take care of you. Y'all have an awesome weekend and we appreciate you. Bye-bye.